Union of the Unknowns, a podcast dedicated to the exploration of modern culture, presents a weekly digest of current events that may have slipped past your radar. This is not your mama's news. Hello, good evening, and welcome to Not Your Mama's News, presented by the Union of the Unknowns. I'm your host tonight, Keel Thor. With me are some unknowns uh, of high intellect and stature. No, he's not talking about me. (laughs) We'll get there. First of all, we have a man who hails from the frozen lands of beer and cheese. He's known as Skotsky. Cheers. And, of course, America's sweetheart, Justin the Ismcant. Good day, mates. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing pretty good. On Not Your Mama's News, as anyone listening probably already knows, we bring you high-quality, top-notch news and information from around the world uh, that uh, exemplifies the clown world in which we live. So I'm going to kick it off tonight with a story uh, I saw that I thought was kind of interesting. So a little while ago, uh, researchers in California discovered that there were tens of thousands of barrels of DDT had been dumped just off the coast of California in from the, you know, the forties to the sixties, just Barrels and barrels, the thousands and thousands of gallons of DDT, the pesticide that we all know causes great harm to Mm -hmm. everything that it touches. Uh, But very recently, they through a through research into the records surrounding the dumping of those DDT barrels, they found out it's it's not. Wait, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I thought you were gonna uh, say who dumped it, and I was gonna. I wanted to make a guess, but I think I read the story wrong. Oh, well, read where you're going. It's it's not probably not DDT. It's uh, uh, radioactive waste. Oh, eh, you know, and it's can not. I, can I guess who dumped that then? <laughs> hold on, it's not. Uh, you know, just twenty five thousand barrels that they thought was in of DDT. It's it's more like. 56,000 barrels of radioactive waste. Hmm. So, nice. hey, you know, no big deal. Fuck it. Why would Putin do this to us? I don't know. Fucking tra- Putin, man. I sent him an email and said, Putin, buddy, why are you <laughs> dumping all this waste on our off the coast? We're big fans like, of Tucker and you, Putin. Yeah. I know you're listening. <laughs> he didn't respond. Left you on right, I. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, anyway, so yeah, lots of uh, radioactive waste. It's uh, apparently there were there's a an island, Catalina Island, off the coast that which is a notorious dumping ground for all sorts of industrial waste. And wow, I I, I don't know how something like that just exists. And there's like a there's like an underground pool of just pure toxic radioactive waste all around that island mm-hmm. probably you know meters deep yeah so, so when's the union of the unknowns get to uh, superpower get together right that should be coming up you know i'll get together like i wouldn't mind being able to fly yeah yep. 
super strength, flying, and yep. you know, X-ray vision. Yep. Just That'd gonna say cool that. One. Yep. Of course, if let me ask you this: if you had X-ray vision, would you tell anybody about it? <laughs> no, but someone would start getting really curious that all the women I know in my life get breast cancer, like immediately. <laughs> You're just glaring at them constantly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the superpower that really scares me would be uh, invisibility. Because, like, I like to think I'm, like, ethical and moral, but... Wait, what? If I could be invisible, who knows the antics I would get up to? Right. I'd probably be, like, Hollow Man. Right. Yeah, but he kind of went crazy. Who's to say? I mean, just, like... Think of the amount of power that goes to the head of the HOA president. Okay. Now imagine how much power you have where you can literally do anything in the world and no one will ever know it's you. It's a lot of power, man. That's all I'm saying. Well, true. You you would still leave fingerprints and you know. Various other clues, I'm sure, about Seaman. your presence. Semen everywhere. <laughs> Semen <laughs> everywhere, just constantly. Yep. Well, hold on, hold on, because hold on, because so, if you're an invisible person, I'm sorry to derail your story so far, Keel, but this is a real question that needs an answer. So, if you're invisible. And then you jerk off and shoot out a load. The load was invisible when it's inside of you. Is it still going to be visible when you shoot it out? That is a damn good question. I would think that would be visible. But, but what, what turns it visible? This is like this is like the whole um, when is a, a baby a baby in pregnancy? Right. Like right. some people are like, oh, it's not a baby until it comes out of the woman's vagina. Right. There's only know. one way to find this out. You need to become invisible, and you need to test this theory. Yes. Where's Where's Superpower Island again? <laughs> yeah, off the coast of Southern California, Catalina Island. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, that must be where all those lizard people are from. I thought they were aliens. The lizard folk. I I mean, maybe it's just a resort for them. Oh, yeah. Go be. drink some baby's blood, take off your human costume, hang out. You know, so uh, Chevy Chase was in a movie, The Invisible Man, or Memoirs of the Invisible Man, uh, way back when. And they had a they had a scene where he ate food, and you could see it in his stomach, and it was all, like, gross and... Yeah. And uh, digesting and shit. And, uh, and he vomited... And it, it like went flying out, you know, <laughs> but, you know, later on in the movie, he's perfectly invisible. And so I'm, I'm wondering, well, he, he's, he's been eating. It's not, does the stuff turn invisible just because it's mixing with his bodily juices or something? Right. Yeah. It's a I great, think, great question. <laughs> I don't know. If it's a then, great question, <laughs> well, and then the follow-up when he shits, is that visible? It's just an invisible shit. What if he clogs the toilet? He won't know what the hell's going on. Right. How is he going to know when he's done wiping? 
right? Seriously. Yep. Right. All, <laughs> all valid questions. Wow. You're blowing my mind here. I hadn't thought about all that. Yep. Well, it's that's what we're idea. that's what we're here to do. Uh, Heal is uh, answer the important questions and uh, make a difference in this world. Yes. Yep. Absolutely. Cheers to that invisibility. Yeah. So, what was your was Putin your guess as to who left the the waste there? Is that what it was? Oh, my guess was the for the DTT was going to be California. The like well, go, yeah. the government is like. What do we do with this? I don't know. Fucking throw it in the ocean. Well, there were there were companies that got licensed to dump into the ocean, and I was asking uh, Skotsky about how far away is the international waters border, mm. because in the the story I read, it said that they were licensed to dump things 150 miles off the coast, but then they were saying that some companies who are licensed to do that would just not go that far out and dump. And I guess that's where we get Catalina Island. Right. Situation from that's pretty close to California. Yeah. So, but if, if you have to dump a hundred, wouldn't you at, at most just have to dump it 12 because we just, we determined it was 12 nautical miles Mm -hmm. off the coast. Wouldn't you just have to go out that far and then dump it. Yeah. And then come back. Yeah. Sorry, I have an unrelated question. What is the difference between a mile and a nautical mile? I I don't think nautical miles are quite as long. They're as a little bit longer. I think they're like 6,000 some feet. They're longer? Yep, they're longer okay. than a standard mile. Yep. Well, I stand erected. Is yeah. that because they're pretending that the Earth is not flat? Yes. So they exactly. have to like take into account the curvature of the Earth? But yep. in reality, we all know that the Earth is actually flat, so yes. a nautical mile is the exact same as a mile. Exactly. All right. Sorry, I was I I I've never heard that before, so I was just curious. Yep. Have you ever heard like the shipping or the you know Navy aircraft they fly in knots? That's related to the nautical mile versus miles that. per hour. So it's not knots, K N O T S. K N O T S. It's related to the nautical mile. Yep. But nautical is spelled N A U T, right? Right. Because it's so naughty. Exactly. We're getting naughty, man. Yep. Yeah, so you could you could let the the Coast Guard follow you out and then stop at 12 miles and dump your, your barrels off right in front of them and then just turn around and come back and they couldn't do anything, right? Because right. it was something you did. Right. I don't know. When, jurisdiction. when has sovereign borders ever stopped the U.S. federal government from... Well, I mean, of course, there is that. Yep. Just talk to, uh, what's his name? The guy from uh, Libya? Omar Gaddafi? Yeah, Gaddafi. No, was it Gaddafi? I think so, yeah. I think it was Libya. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one that got raped to death with uh, um, with the broom handle? No, I thought it was a um, bayonet. Uh, They dragged dragged his ass all over the streets, too. Yeah, that poor guy. I mean, well, say what you want about him. He he may not, in some one universe or another, may not have deserved all that. Yeah. Oh well, I mean, I'm sure he partake in many crimes against humanity, but oh, yeah. also, uh, 
look at the state of Libya now. It's in a much worse position with yeah. way more people doing way worse off. Right. It's just one of those things where if you topple a quote terrorist hegemon, it, you know, you just free up the space for other terrorist hegemons to cause more ruckus, you know. Right. They're they're the ones that keep those guys in check. Not you know, not democracy. Democracy is not what works over there. Democracy doesn't work anywhere. If we're going to be accurate. Oh, it works here. Just not in our favor, usually. That's true. That is true. It works as intended. Yeah. All right. So uh, I know that Justin's got a, uh, a long, very interesting uh, rant to, uh, to lay on us, but I want to hear what his what, what's your story you got? Me? Yes. You want me to uh, break down into it? Uh, you know, if you're ready, if you're prepared, we can we can vamp for another 20 minutes if you need it. Just forget about the story. I was just <laughs> All right. So uh, this one's from CNN two days ago. Uh, we record, we're recording on the 21st. Um, yeah. You... God damn it. From CNN, not the best source, but I mean. It's an official source. News is like, you know, news is news. Uh, So Utah. Sorry. Utah just passed a new sovereignty act, which sets up a process to overrule the federal government. And CNN's like, but is it constitutional? Mm -hmm. As if they've ever cared about the Constitution. (laughs) Nobody at CNN has ever even looked at the the constitution the way it's uh and never their, read it really in their defense it is pretty transphobic mm-hmm. yeah it does Not, say man i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure osha guidelines are say that you can't view it at work yeah maybe uh so uh it's they introduced it it's called the yacht the the yacht to the Utah Constitutional Sovereignty Act, and it was signed into law uh, by Governor, Governor Spencer Cox, uh, January 31st. Uh, the legislature may, by concurrent resolution, prohibit a government officer from enforcing or assisting in the enforcement of a federal directive within the state if the legislature determines the federal directive violates the principles of state sovereignty, um, which mm-hmm. basically you know, breaks down to Utah saying, like, fuck off, your rules don't apply here. Right. Yeah. So, so go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to, I don't want to enter, I don't want to over, like, uh... well, so what the whole, uh, what all the commies are saying is, oh, it's unconstitutional. This um, goes up is uh, uh, in the face of the supremacy clause of the Constitution. So let's uh, check in on the uh, supremacy clause. Oh, before, before you get to that, Spencer Cox is that yeah. really some guy we can we can trust? Well, <laughs> he's he's just from it's a just family of jokes. hard cocks. Dick jokes in his in his life constantly. <laughs> I mean, like John Stewart changed his name from Lebowitz to something not so Jewy, and I mean, why wouldn't you? Do that for your children if your name is Cox. 
I don't know. There was, I remember I used to work with a guy, his last name was Cox and uh, we were, my brother and I were driving past a billboard and there was a, a politician had a, like a campaign sign up on the billboard. His last name was, cause the guy's name was C O X Cox. This politician's name's last name was Dix D I X. And so I made the comment, dude's running mate is going to be Cox Dixon Cox Dixon Cox for president. Yep. That's right. There you go. Anyway, continue on. It would have been perfect if you, if like, why isn't balls the last name? That'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I've, heard, I've heard the, the last name ball, but not balls. Well, if we can find a Dix, a Cox and a balls, they can open a law firm. <laughs> The law offices of Dix, Cox, and Balls. Oh, that's perfect. Yep. All right. Well, I see three people here and three possible legal name changes. <laughs> Who wants go. to go to law school? We got to get one more. Net. They got to change their name to Sucks, though. That'll be Sucks, Cox, Dix, and Balls. There you go. A name you can trust. There you go. <laughs> we will never let you down. Yep. We take on all the hard cases. We'll ne we never go soft. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. This is this is important work we're doing here tonight, fellas. Cheers. Cheers to that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, spread the word. I, but uh, before I was uh, taken uh, uh, off the Constitution, uh, Article 4, Clause 2, the Constitution and the laws of the United States which shall be made in pursuance thereof and all treaties made or which shall be made under the authority of the United States shall be supreme law of the land and the judges in every state shall be bound thereby anything in the constitution or laws of any state to the contrary, notwithstanding. Mm -hmm. Here's my problem. In order for something to violate the supremacy clause, it has to be a law that is going against a federal law that is actually constitutional. I mean, I'm no legal scholar here, but that's how I read it. Right. Mm -hmm. But then you got the whole 10th amendment argument too. So if it's not like specifically defined in the, you know, the U S code, then those rights belong to the States. Right. Yep. So, uh, the 10th amendment was ratified in 1791. That's how soon they were like, Oh fuck. Like, mm -hmm. We, we, we fucked this one up. We got to catch this before it, we get in big trouble. And makes clear that any powers that are not specifically given to the federal government, nor withheld from the states, are reserved to those respective states or to the people at large. Right. Yeah. So very oft overlooked, but very important amendment. Right. I mean, the only more more important amendment is the 19th. And that's only important because it needs to be ended now. Right. Hashtag repeal 19A. Yep. Was that the income tax amendment? No, that was the, the amendment allowing women to vote. Oh. Well, <laughs> really of me to forget. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm not I like, look, women are great. I love women. They're the best. But... And correlation does not equal causation. I'm first person to say that. All I am saying is if you look at a graph 
of how shit was going in America. <sighs> right around that shit started going downhill. <laughs> yep. Yep. That I think that didn't that <clears throat> kick off the progressive era. Yeah, like American, American probably politics. right around that time frame. Yeah. Yeah. Then they were out making women work instead of having a family, uh, mm-hmm. so that they can. That was that was the beginning of the breaking up of the nuclear family. Yeah, get women out of the house so that the state can raise your kids. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. I yeah, I mean, I'm not. It's not a unique point of view, and I'm certainly not the first person to suggest it. But the erosion of the family unit, the community at large, the you know, face to face kind of you know takes a takes a takes a village it? takes a village to raise your kid that sort of thing that uh, just that's the church going away all of that is causing the downfall of american society mm. i can't speak for everywhere else in the world but certainly the fact that we give we we becoming more and more disconnected basically every year Right. And it's it leads to the things that all the all the people, all the people out in the, the you know, the the normie world, the mainstream world or whatever you want to call it. The things that they complain about are direct results of this erosion. Right. And what they want to do is put more band-aids on it, add more complication to the you know the coming together of people and and it really it's doing the opposite of what they intend or is it doing exactly what they intended well it could be doing the exact thing that people up high are doing because they're gaining power through it but the the your average person isn't thinking that that far ahead and Um, the issue is is that shit like that's really easy to hide when you have an unlimited budget to throw up as much statistical propaganda yeah. as you like the perfect example is the uh cpi the consumer price index uh it looks great until you realize that they take shit off their like housing that's a pretty important one don't you think mm-hmm. it's like did you guys see the clip of um some chick on bill maher i can't can't remember who who she is i think she might have been one of the like uh swimmers that uh was anti-trans competing in her sport was that riley Gaines? yes yes and bill maher said they're going like oh like we came out of covid great the economy's doing good we're all doing good and she's like dude have you fucking looked at a price of a house have you fucking looked at the price of eggs like go buy eggs Right. Uh, because these people are Bill Mar. When was the last time you think Bill Barr was at a grocery store? Right. 30 years ago? If yeah. that. I mean, he's been he's been wrapped up in his head for decades. It's probably longer than 30 years, all I'm saying. Yeah. He's fucking retarded at shit. Yeah. I used I'm ashamed that I used to really like him. Well, his he had a show for a while. It was a kind of a roundtable thing. I can't yeah, remember. Um, um, 
Yeah, I'm trying to blink. A f- not offensive something, but a cinnamon. Oh, politically for- incorrect with Bill. Oh, yeah, Maher. yeah, that's, that's it. it. Yep, that was all right. But you know, even John Stewart was good back in the John Stewart Show days. Well, you know he's back. He was- I know he's back, but he hasn't ever since uh, W. His, you know, his shtick has been terrible. Well, and here's the thing about George W. Bush. He might have been easier to make fun of than Biden is. <laughs> you ever see uh, Frank Caliendo? Yeah. Frank Caliendo is good stuff. Does a lot of good impressions. Of all he, do, he, does a, he does a W impression? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. Look it up. <laughs> Yep. Oh, is it? Please tell me it's someone, some like Middle Eastern dude throwing a shoe at his head. Yeah, look, yeah, he's got a lot of good stuff. I saw him a couple times live. Good shit. I, I think he does an all right. The, the impressions, he was on SNL, right? I don't, uh, mm. I wasn't into his stuff as much back then. So, yeah, I, I, I think he's he's got good impressions. I just need to watch him. Yeah, he just kind of John Madden. John Madden impression that was my favorite one that he did. Yeah, I I thought that was good too. Although I'm not, yeah. I don't pay attention to football and I don't know John Madden well enough to say who does a good impression of him. But he, from what I could tell, he was he was doing. Yeah, a good turn. look him up when you get a chance. He's pretty funny. Um, I love I love good impressions, but there's so many people that think that they can do impressions that just make me not want to ever hear impressions. Right. Yeah. So we're pretty bad. Yeah. But like Shane Gillis does a Trump that is fucking great. Yeah. You got fucking great. uh John Madden impress like when it's 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 kind of like carrot top. It's really dumb, except when it's done at the height of its level of, of its expertise, and it like then it's mwah. I heckled carrot top once. <laughs> You go try that at um, Gallagher's show. He'll pop you in the head with a hammer. I bet. Well, I wasn't at a show. I just, I saw oh. him and I, and I yelled shit at him. <laughs> nice. Was it, was it puns? Was it what? Puns? Pun- no, I, my brother and I were in Vegas and we happened to be at the Hard Rock Casino and we're just hanging out, whatever. Uh, oh, we saw a wee man there. This was probably 20 years ago or 10, 15 years ago, maybe. I don't remember. <clears throat> anyway, we're, we were leaving the casino and this limo pulls up, or it was a town car, not like a stretch limo or anything, pulls up and we had, we walked past it and we got 10, 15 feet away and uh, Carrot Top comes out with a couple of ladies and my brother, I didn't see him at first, and my brother's, oh, hey, that's Carrot Top, just came out of that limo. And I turned around and I went, I'm the Wendy's girl. <laughs> and, uh, and I was, I was pretty drunk, but apparently he Caratop turned and glared at me really hard. When I did that. My nice. brother was watching the whole thing unfold, but we were just, just kept on walking. I didn't uh, like approach him or anything, but yeah. Anyway. I mean, nice. he could pass for the Wendy's girl. Also well, that was, sideshow Bob. Yeah. That, well, that was his joke. <laughs> I remember hearing back in the nineties when he was, being stupid and is doing a stand-up and stuff. He had a of yeah. one of his lines was I'm the he would like pinch his hair into, into ponytails and go, I'm the Wendy's girl, you know. I don't re- I, re- I remembered the seesaw. That was I was, from, 
<laughs> I was born in 88. <laughs> that was from uh, Family Guy. Or did he actually do that? In his I'm life? pretty sure he actually did that. The seesaw. I mean, it's 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 a banger of a joke. You can't, yeah. you can't deny its greatness. Mm. <laughs> well, I can deny it. I mean, well, I mean, you can. You'd be wrong, but I mean, you can fucking say that fucking Joe Biden's not. Well, he so, probably lost away somewhere. So, what else about this Utah thing? So they so, they're able to pass a law that will tell the the federal government no your regulation or whatever it is they're trying to do doesn't apply here to, to utah because we're going to do our own thing so why do they need a law to do that why can't they just not allow the, the regulation to um well i mean or is it just for there's no i mean there's no way to stop the federal government like if you have a law in the book, you can at least like point to that. Uh, but, uh, but, 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 so from uh, Mr. Cox, Governor Cox, balancing power between state and federal sovereignty is an essential part of our constitutional system. This legislation gives us another way to push back on federal overreach and maintain the balance. And then uh, this is CNN editorializing. Uh, yet another push may stand in conflict with the U.S. Constitution Supremacy Clause, which we already blah, blah, blah. Uh, and he was skeptical. Uh, Robert Keeter of Utah's S.J. Quinney College of Law said he's skeptical if it was constitutional. Uh, and the, this sends the message, and the Utah legislature is famous for sending messages of this sort. That it's unhappy with the federal government and it's expressing that as a way in a way that is constitutionally problematic. Well, what like literally the only other choice is to have a real January six. You know, so they're saying, oh, it's another state trying to. Yeah, they're bit like it, they're like, or just like um, showing off, like you know. Like empty, Texas. like empty, empty gestures. Yeah. You know, they, they talk about, oh, you know, all these states, they can secede and there'd be another civil war or whatever. Mm -hmm. But God, that wouldn't that just be a mess? Because everything is so mixed up. There's no north and south. It's just states in the Midwest, some states in the south. Right. You know, countryside in the in California. It, it's there's not going to be a, a clear line and everybody right. lives everywhere else. So you're next door to somebody who's going to be on the opposite side of things. So how would that even, that wouldn't even pan out. Yeah. I don't, I don't understand that. Have to go uh, back to the whole like city state model again, you know, like regional, like city states or whatever. Who knows? Yeah. But even then, you know, like that town in Mexico that kicked out all the federales and, mm -hmm. Uh, built a wall on the city and said, fuck you. You're not coming yep. in here. Yep. Well, like, they, at me, bro. they certainly had the manual labor to build a wall around their city. Mm. Probably got some tunnels under there, too. <laughs> we we all realize, like, are the there Jews, Jews people that live Jew in tunnels? <laughs> no, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just pointing out that there is zero world 
in the the infinite universe where Jews are digging their own fucking tunnels. They hired the fucking they hired the Mexicans that fucking Greg Abbott sent up there to fucking dig that shit out. My I've I talked to my you know several people about those tunnels up in New York that were in the news. Yeah, the baby rape tunnels. Yeah, well, that's how I referred to them in our conversations that I had. And uh with my my brother, he is adamant that they those are only those are must must be this is his his uh, analysis. They must be tunnels that are just there so teenagers can go and make out. Like they don't have they don't have a woods behind their house to go well, hang out I mean, in and do stuff. So they have tunnels. It's New York City, so they probably don't have a really a lot of woods or yeah, anywhere. That's, but that's what they have saying. an entire fucking goddamn subway system. Mm-hmm. Uh, you want to hang out with the what do they call them? The mole mole people. Living in the subway tunnels, and I'd Pacific. rather hang out with the fucking mole people than the garbage that are still left in New York. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They they sounded way more suspicious to me than than just that. I mean, and, we and all were, saw the yeah, the mattress the mattresses, the baby rape mattress. Yeah, but I digress. Yeah, and, they, and who built them? They were saying they claim was that they were six months old, and yeah, students didn't dig those tunnels out. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you had the Ben Shapiro types going like, "Oh, they just they built these during COVID so they'd have someplace safe to, to well, practice I'm, religion." I might buy that story because that kind of makes sense on the surface, but so that how do you build tunnels like that that quickly and? Mm-hmm. Surely, I mean, just yeah, or a, just a, fucking go to someone's house. Yeah, well, there's got to be a less complicated way to sneak what, into your temple. One that doesn't spend involve spending thirty bucks on Mexicans. Yeah. Well, thirty bucks an hour per Mexican. Yeah. I don't That's know, man. Have you ever? Have you ever met a dude? They're pretty. Uh, they're pretty uh, greedy on the uh, whole. Uh, bartering hmm. you ever heard the phrase uh like um they jewed me <laughs> um you know stereotypes stereotypes before. come from truth yeah <laughs> they jewed I'm, I'm me just, damn it i'm just saying one of the uh arguments against minimum wage being useful is try to go to your local uh, you know, gas station or wherever that day laborers congregate and try to get any of them to do something for minimum wage. Mm-hmm. It's not, you're not going to happen. You're going to have to pay no. more than that. Well, and the flip side to that is uh, the people that are willing to do the work, but like it's only worth $5 an hour for the guy to mop the floors every night. Uh, whereas if you have to pay someone $13 an hour, he's just going to make the other employees do it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it's really, it, it's not reflective of the, the stated purpose and that if there wasn't a minimum wage, people wouldn't be getting paid the right amount. You know, that's thrown out because no, it's the free market shows that it, you end up paying more for that than that. And then the other thing is, the people who you would not pay 
as much as minimum wage are it's illegal to hire them. So pretty much you can't afford to, to pay a minimum wage for, so like you said, sweeping the floors. Like in the old days, you could get the town drunk to, to crash in your broom closet as long as he kept the floors clean during the day, right. gave him a place to stay. That was it. But nowadays you can't do that. And so those people are left in the lurch. I, I guarantee you there'd be less homeless in the world if we didn't have rules like minimum wage. Mm -hmm. Or rent control. Or rent control or True. Child, child labor laws. And... Well, the, the, funny, <laughs> the, the funny thing about the child labor laws is that... There, there's a funny thing about that? Yeah, because in a lot of these places... Uh, for the children, like they're so poor that a lot of like, I'm not saying in every cir circumstance, but in a lot of these cases, it's the kids are either going to work or be like sold into sex slavery. Which is not work that they would want or enjoy. Yeah, I think that the kid would probably rather like go fucking dig holes or some shit. Yeah. Then get his hole digged. Mm hmm. That's a good point. Right. Actually, you got to make a bumper sticker out of that. Feels a little <laughs> wordy, though, doesn't there it? <laughs> well, just, 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 you know, increase the size of the keywords there, and mm -hmm. it would make people lean in to see what does that say? Yeah. <laughs> and then you get like the jump scare, like, uh, you get like a, animated state never mind yeah <laughs> but uh uh so anyways back to the sovereignty yeah. act real quick yes. stay on task here uh utah senator scott sandal uh sponsored the sovereignty act said he hoped it uh spreads to other states um which i mean as far like the, the only possible way out of the situation we're in now is just complete disassociation with the federal government like yeah like like if tech like i like what texas is doing but i don't trust abbott to do it so i don't think it's actually i'm positive it's not real but like if he just went out there and put right razor wire across the entire fucking mexico texas border and then mm -hmm. the federal government says you have to take that down fucking make me then mm -hmm. what yeah, I I like you know it's the same thing with when DeSantis was doing during the the you know COVID times. Yeah, and he was he was forcing school. Oh, you can't force kids to wear masks or whatever the thing was that he was implementing. And it's like, yeah, I like the outcome there, but I don't really like the way he's doing it. You know, right. it's not he's you know overcompensating and making a big deal out of things. Right. I think Texas is doing the same thing. I, I like that they're trying to enforce these borders, but it's so blown out of proportion. That's just, yeah. And I don't think that they're, show. I don't think they're actually trying to secure the border. Yeah. yeah maybe not. I think they're just, it's just a PR stunt for them. Yeah. 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 It's like I, sending the migrants to Chicago and New York, right. which I mean, it's hilarious. So I'll allow it. It but is it's still dumb. Yeah. Hilarious, yeah. but 100%. I saw, uh, one of the articles I thought about bringing to the show tonight related to Texas was uh, there's an apparently an island or close to an island 
in in like in the Rio Grande, right off of Texas. It's it's Texas territory that had been for years apparently used as a cartel stronghold, and it was kind of a a battleground amongst the Texas cartels versus the Mexican cartels. And the article just kind of casually was saying, "Oh yes, we you know Texas uh, gained." Uh, you know, s- celebrated the victory over taking over this this island from the cartel, and I'm like, are, are we? Wait a minute, are we waging war now with mm. as the Texas Guard actually yeah. fighting openly in open combat against cartels like, over land? Is that what's happening? Because that yeah. that's yeah, kind of a, a step up. Why is that getting more press? What I heard was Mexican cartel uh, sieges U.S. island. Sieges or seizes? Seizes. Seizes. Yeah, like they seized it. Yeah. yeah. Are, the cartel did or the... Yeah, like, what what yeah. I read was that the Texas Guard took it back and wrapped wrapped it with razor wire to keep the cartel guys out of there. Oh, yeah, but for them to take it back, it had to have been taken over by them. Right. So that's like, yeah. how did how did you let an entire island in the United States be taken over by Mexican gay? It's like a, it's like a 150 acre plot of land. It's like yeah. a pretty, pretty sizable space. Hmm. Maybe that was the island that people were getting sniped from. You remember hearing about that? If you wandered too close to certain areas of the border, you could get shot by the cartels because if you weren't like a, uh, a cartel member walking in that area, even on, like I'm saying, if you're walking oh, yeah. on the Texas side, mm-hmm. they They'd would just snipe like, you over there just yeah. snipe you for outright, you know, maybe this is one of those things, but it, it, it bothers me that it took this long because apparently it's been like that for decades, it took this long for that to be you know, liberated or however you want to describe it. Hmm. Interesting. I'll have to look that one up. Yeah. I didn't hear that story at all. But if we are engaging in pseudo open warfare with these cartels, that should be getting some more press than that. Mm-hmm. Than just- I kind of feel like it's like they've actually been warring with the cartels for quite a while well well maybe like, I just, um when obama gave him a bunch of guns yeah fast and the furious shit yeah. yeah golly that is such a fucked up mm-hmm. story that it and, and do you guys remember that fucking goddamn ukraine bombed a fucking nato ally killed yes. people it was like that was in poland yeah like the missile or whatever the bomb went into Poland territory. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 <clears throat> I remember. Seems like remember. it's like me and you are the only ones here, Scott. Yep. I I do remember. Wasn't that that happened like early on? In the yeah. They're like, oh look, Russia's bombing NATO members. Now everyone has to jump in and fight mm-hmm. fight yeah. Russia. But when it turns out, fucking Poland bombed or fucking Ukraine bombs Russia, kills two mm-hmm. people. Um. The, the articles of the fucking NATO convention aren't so fucking, we're not so gung-ho to apply them now, huh? Yep. I don't remember hearing a, a resolution to that story, but I do remember hearing about the errant missile that yeah. Russia has fired. You know, obviously it wasn't Russia, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But they, 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 did they actually determine officially that it was yeah. a Ukrainian missile? Yeah. yeah. Okay. But right when it happened, fucking Zelensky was like, look. 
Russia mm-hmm. fucking just bombed Poland. Yep, false yep. flag. Yep. Yep. Zelensky, yeah. if you're watching, don't kill my people. Thanks. <laughs> yep. I think Poland has this is a random bit of trivia, but I think it's either Poland or Germany. It might be Poland has the highest per capita number of castles, medieval castles. That's in the world. they probably do. Yep. Also, the highest number of smoking hot white chicks. Mm-hmm. That's in true. Poland? No, I'm thinking of Sweden, aren't I? Sorry, Probably Scott. Sweden. There's no, there's some pretty good looking uh chicks in Poland too, actually. Yeah. Yep. I mean, I would. Yeah. I don't even have to see. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Would. I don't know. Sweden, you used to have the Swedish bikini team. That was a famous thing. But I think in recent years the the temperature has or the how do I put this the politically cultural, correct? The uh the cultural temperaments the the cultural temperature has darkened if yeah, that yeah. makes sense yeah no I, a little I, bit yeah. so you're saying that it's been black faced no <laughs> justin that's not what i'm saying it has nothing to do with with uh african american faced <laughs> yeah I don't know the Swedish, the Swedish bikini team versus the Polish, you know, vodka drink girls team. Like I don't know, I would kind of lean towards the the drinking team here. I'll need to see a mud wrestling competition first. Yeah, let's see if we can arrange that. Mm. So, anyways, let me just finish this the story <laughs> real quick. Um, Sandal, who said the other thing that he hopes that other states will follow, this is what I probably found most interesting, is that. Their Utah Sovereignty Act is actually based on a 2022 bill out of Alberta, Canada, which I I didn't hear about that. Hmm. So maybe we need to get Jen the Ninja on at some point and ask him about that. There you so go. Alberta has a similar law? Apparently. Against the Canadian government? The federal government, yeah, Sovereignty Act. Uh, the Alberta wow. sovereignty within a United Canada Act defends Alberta's interests by giving our province a legal framework to push back on federal laws or policies that negatively impact the province. Actually, I think I do remember this. I think mm-hmm. it had to do with with oil, like gas. Mm. Uh, the act will be used to address federal legislation policies that are unconstitutional, violate Albertans' charter rights, blah, blah, blah. And the act gives Alberta a democratic legislative framework for defending the federal provincial division of powers while respecting Canada's constitution and the courts. And I just don't care because they aren't real people in Canada. They still fucking worship the Queen of England. So, well, they all they all have those half faces that bobble around. Man, like, how do you even eat soup like that? Come on now. I'm sure they have delicious soup up in Canada. I just don't know how they eat it. Poutine soup. Poutine soup, yeah. They just dump cheese on everything. I can take that. Kind of like they do it here in Wisconsin, though. I was going to say something you know little about. (laughs) But that that wraps up my story. Uh, Go Utah. I think think Utah, I mean, I barely know Utah is a state. Like, the only fact I know about Utah is the Mormons. But I think that there's enough Mormons there that Utah might actually have the balls to be like, 
fuck you make us so it'll be fun to watch yeah could be yeah there's you know there are white pills that occasionally happen like this and i don't know if it's real or not everything's you know yeah it's, nowadays I, but i don't think it is real but i think if something like that were to be real it would have to be out of like a utah or maybe like a north dakota well there was a story out of missouri or arkansas i think it was missouri, missouri. With that they they had adjusted the rules about <clears throat> uh qualified immunity so now you had recourse if your rights have been violated mm. by a an official of the state. yeah so there were stuff like that happens sometimes yeah but if there's, uh, if there's one thing people need to advocate for, it is to end qualified immunity. Exactly. Needs to happen. I, I mean, yeah. it'll almost never happen because that just opens up the lawmakers themselves to well, I'm sure I'm sure they put a cutout in there to protect themselves. Right. Yeah. Or what's the uh the other one? Um the property seizing one. Civil the, um, asset for civil asset, yeah. asset yeah. For, yeah, that needs to go away. I think that one's even worse because mm -hmm. you get your shit taken and it's just fucking gone. Yeah. And without the process. Yep. At the same time, Bullshit. look at fucking Mr. Acorn down in Florida. Fucking cop has a handcuffed suspect in the back mm -hmm. of his patrol car, walks up to the patrol car, Acorn drops on the car. He thinks that he's been shot because a fucking Acorn hit, hit the car. And yep. then he does these fucking G.I. Joe fucking tumbles in the grass. <laughs> yep. Nate dumps his squad. Yeah. Yeah. Before anything just fucking completely empties out his entire magazine just into a neighborhood. Mm hmm. And I, I, you know, I never watched that whole video. I just saw kind of a screen cap of it, but I didn't. He actually went yeah. through and did the because I saw parody videos of it. Yeah. Like he <laughs> yeah. legit did like a G.I. Joe like like fucking sideways tumble it Holy was ridiculous yeah that's fucked up man like it's yeah. something you should expect to see from like a 1982 taliban training video yeah <laughs> i remember i know there was a another video i remember years ago where there was a it was a high-speed chase and the car he was chasing flipped and the it was on its side and the guy inside like came up out of the top with his hands up like this and the cop had his his gun drawn and was pointing it at the car and as soon as that guy came up like this he just fucking shot him right in the chest mm -hmm. and he goes down and then the cops cop calls it in and he's like yeah shots been fired i don't know what happened uh, uh i'm not sure and like i don't know it was almost as if the guy like his brain blacked out the moment when he shot the guy and this didn't even recognize that it had happened. And he even like in the, like the debriefing and stuff was saying, Oh yeah, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I just, you know, really, but he just, I don't know the guy, I think same kind of thing happened with this acorn dude. He just, you know, jumped, you know, like he, he just is not suitable for law enforcement because right. you've got, you, you can't handle the kind of stress involved when you think you might be in a situation where your life might be in danger. And so you're just really well, jumpy, you know, it, it, it's more than that. It's when you're becoming a cop, they teach you that the public is your enemy. 
don't tr- anyone can right. murder you. Mm-hmm. You right. can't trust anyone. Everybody's a potential criminal. Yeah, everyone's got to treat everybody too. like they're a criminal. Yeah, that's that's the and then the acorn cop. They didn't get fired, not being charged, uh, retired, got mm. to keep his pension, all of his benefits. So you're paying the salary of that buffoon. Yeah. Yeah, but he contributed so much good to society prior to that point. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I'm ruining kids' lives for fucking victimless crimes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's ridiculous. All right, well, let's let's move on. Yes. Uh, Skatsky, you've got a story that should lighten our our mood we don't want to very, a very hard hard story to come by and kind of piggybacking off of governor cox there in utah um <laughs> i don't know kill do you want to do you want to do this on the the screen this yeah i'll, I'll share it get some visual visual guide here yep all right so doing, doing some uh, research here it, all right well uh i want you to present it and then i'll pull the picture up once you get to the punchline yes yes (laughs) it's ridiculous (laughs) so what happened with this article that i found here so this was a medical journal publication um they're talking about kind of like rat you know rat anatomy and what they did they went to mid-journey the ai you know picture platform whatever to produce one of the images on there now granted when they do these medical journals, like all these really smart people have to peer review these journals and publications before it's actually published. Right. So this went through how many layers of, you know, peer review and this one got published. So I don't kill. Do you want to bring this picture up here? Here's the picture of this (laughs) journal article, whatever. Giant, giant rat penis here. So there you go. So I don't know how they missed this here, but this is obviously it's not anatomically correct. Um, but in this, I don't paper, know. It looks pretty normal for, to me for a mammal, you know, giant so, rat balls and giant rat penis here. So I was actually late here because I was busy dealing with a customer that had a, a, a roof rat trapped in a bathroom. Right. That's right. You got you got firsthand experience with these guys. I can confirm cock and balls. Really are that big. They are. <laughs> so that's anatomically correct. Yeah. So there you go. So you, we All can right. put you on the, on the witness stand, expert witness. Oh, is there? Nice. There you go. Yeah, I've seen <laughs> I've seen pictures of rats dragging their balls around like that. It's uh, un- unbelievable. But yeah, but I, so, yeah, I don't know, like they, how this one passed the the peer review process for this medical paper, but it did. Now, so here here's our article, and this is the the picture that they used. In the in the medical study, but my question is: Is that supposed to be a rat dick, right there? Or well, that... I guess they were going more for like the rat testicles, but you know, Mid Journey is like, all right, we're just gonna blow this up, and we're gonna, you know, we're gonna make the the, the rat penis harder. You know, <laughs> like, I don't know. so giant rat dick. I um <laughs> am looking at the picture in full screen. Um, why does it have one testicle that's bigger than the other three? And also, if you look closely at these, uh, this cock and balls, (laughs) they actually do have, like, nerves and shit running into each of the, 
Like this could be Westworld. <laughs> it very well could be. Now I will point out that the larger ball does have more blue on it, blue coloration. So what? So maybe that has something to do with it. So what you're saying is that it has blue balls. Yes. 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 <laughs> Just checking. This this particular rat needs to get out more, and not have now, these Justin, blue balls. In your professional uh, experience, have you uh, had to dissect uh, rat genitalia in the past? No. It, we I did dissect a frog in um, science class in middle mm-hmm. school. Yep, we did and that too. They didn't even really ju- they didn't give us any direction. They just kind of gave us a scalpel and a dead frog. So I ended up like cutting its legs off and sticking <laughs> it through its head. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was um, bored. What else was I gonna do? No, I, I'm with you. I think I had I had a very similar experience. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> And I believe the blue on his balls are sperm, a sperm, atosial stem cells. Yes, you. That's actually what's in the article. Okay, so that actually is a a dissected uh, rat genitalia. And Chinese I rat cock. And I'm looking at the number two picture in the top right corner of the Iolette Ceratogomer cell. <laughs> and I actually cannot locate this on the rat at all. Uh, is that supposed like the 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 base of the shaft? Ah, <laughs> uh, I, mean, I guess. Or maybe the scrotum? It's very possible. Yeah, or it might be actually by his throat. I mean, we don't I really like- know. I like the picture where it shows people poking at it with a stick because that's probably what I would do if I encountered this. The one on the bottom right is um, they're digging at the uh, dish of bowls with a spoon. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So like uh, breakfast cereal. Yeah. And rat um... (laughs) Rat nuts and honey. (laughs) So in in the actual article, I'm going to quote this from the page. This paper's written content does not appear to be bogus, but it's most, here we go, eye-popping aspects are not in the research itself. Rather, they are inaccurate and grotesque depictions of the rat testes, signalizing pathways and stem cells. So there you go. Emphasis on the eye-popping right there. Yep. That Now that rat doesn't look like he's in a lot of discomfort. He's like Kind of very satisfied. And also, look, I mean, the, I mean he's not, kind of like the Ron Jeremy of the rat world right there. Yeah. So, who who say I, resembles say a rodent? Eye popping, but look at his eyes. It's, he has lovely eyes. Yeah. <laughs> nice black eyes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, enough of that. Yes. So, the moral of the story when I found that, you know, AI is supposed to take over the world, but it's also popping out. Rats with giant dicks. So I think we'll be okay in that space for a little bit yet. Maybe that's part of their master plan. Yep. When Skynet takes over, they're going to produce rats with giant penises. And I could be completely off the mark, but I like the AI we have today, it's more akin to just like Google. Like you give it a prompt and it searches the internet 
and tries to give you a relevant reply back. Right. Hmm. Like yeah. we've had actual like AI in video games where like the the NPCs or what like I think Grand Theft Auto 5, like each every person you see like in the street like has their own life that they're mm-hmm. doing in the actual city yep. that they're not doing with you. Right. And some of it's pretty good. Yeah. And I like, I feel like that's more of like an AI that we should be worried about than like chat GPT. Um, but maybe that's their intentional, like flip flop. Like don't look over here. Look over right. here. That could be. Right. Yeah. The, the chat GPTs and the, the bard and whatever else. Grog. Those are, yeah. Shout out, shout out my boy Elon. There you go. Yeah. You're you're uh, free to come on anytime you want. Yeah, Elon, you know, he's been asking us for a while now. I don't know why we haven't agreed <laughs> to it. Just um, hard hard to get all the schedules lined up. Yeah, that's absolutely true. Uh they're they're not they're really not AIs, I don't think. They're supposed to be that's how they describe them. Maybe they are, but they're large language models. There's really they just know yeah. it knows how to speak back to somebody so it's a chat bot kind of thing yeah and and with access to a, a shitload of information so yeah it's just kind of a, it's a search engine that has a, a better interactive a better interface yeah better interface right which is what all search engines are going to be soon enough they're already every every one of them has their own little ai answer that'll put up as you're at, right at the top of the page when you do a search, they give you that. Um, so it's already happening, but it's pretty soon. It's just going to be that. Yeah. And I do have a quick um, uh, mention of a rel- related story. If I can find it real quick, I don't remember. Exactly well, I, I got a, I got an AI related thing. Do you, there was a movie that came out last year, year before, and I can't remember what it was called. But it's, and I don't even remember who started it. Wanted, I want to say it was uh, Will Ferrell, maybe. But he, but the main character was a an NPC in a video game. Really? And so you saw his life as he walked to the, the store or walked to the bank and did the same, performed the same action that he normally does. And then you would see this crazy action happening right past the window because there were people playing the game and fulfilling quests and stuff like that. Mm. And he, he kind of gained sentience in the, in the movie. Hmm. So it was, it was a, not a bad movie. It was, I mean, it was kind of dumb, but uh, I don't remember how you find it. It was on Netflix or something like that. Yeah. So stupid. Look that up. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, it was, it was entertaining. Yeah. Air Canada was ordered to refund a passenger after a misleading conversation with the site's AI chatbot. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, just real, real quick uh, basically, what happened is someone in his family died. He wanted a bereavement rate, asked the chatbot on their website how to get it. Chatbot says, uh, wait 90 days and then apply for a refund. And then, when he that was not the process at all. And then uh, he ended up suing Air Canada 
over it and ended up winning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard that story as well. Good There's one too recently. They went on like it was some car dealer site, and they're like, "Give me a car for one dollar." Yeah, it's like, "Yep, approved." And then they, huh. they got the car for a dollar. Wow. I do not believe he won that though. Yeah. I don't know what became of that, but that was, he was, I think he was trying to get that. Yeah. In my opinion, he should have, they should have honored it. <laughs> right. Well, we're talking about car dealers here. They'll, they'll tell you one thing and then they're not going to honor it. Right. Talk about an getting an hour later. Talk so, about getting Jude. Yeah. Getting Jude. <laughs> yeah. You got to get everything in writing when you're talking to a dealer. The, the way I've been buying cars the past three times I bought a car was I'll email every dealership like i know exactly what i want and mm-hmm. so i'll email every dealership within a 50 or 100 mile range whether i intend to drive that far or not to go get it mm-hmm. and ask them for their lowest rate and then have them all kind of compete so i'll ask for their lowest rate on this particular car in this color and they'll send me an invoice like a paper like this is a quote you know they're going to have to honor that mm-hmm. and so I'll take the lowest one and I'll blast it out to Larissa. Hey, can you, how, how well can you beat this number? Cause this is what I'm getting. Right. And then after that's done, then I just pick whoever had the lowest at that point. And then, and it's worked for me. Yeah. Uh, every time I, maybe I'm getting screwed. I don't know, but it seems like I'm not. So. It's not a bad idea, actually. You're probably like Hank Hill in that episode. Where, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm paying sticker price. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what. Yeah. I tell you what. Well, it's, uh, as far as I can tell, it's you know a pretty pretty good prices that I get by doing that. Mm-hmm. And I even had in one instance I had two dealers because um, the the car that I wanted, I guess, was kind of rare in the area anyway. Mm-hmm. And they all share inventory, right? So you you really the dealers just want to get your sales so they can chalk it up on their list of sales for the, you do it at the end of the month. So they're kind of desperate or so they say. And so they, the more sales they get, the bigger bonuses they get from the car manufacturer for that Mm -hmm. dealership. And if the inventory, if the car you want is at this location, instead of the location that over here, this guy over here can still say, Oh, I have this one for you. And they'll just have it transferred over. And then they get the sale rather than the other place. So mm. in this one instance, I had uh, two dealers were, were desperately tr- calling me on the phone. I've got the car. I've got the car. I can get it. And I went with this one dealer. And then 10 minutes later, I, I this guy called back from a different dealer and said, I'm sorry, I couldn't get it for you. Uh, that's not yeah. So that was clearly they were fighting over the same the exact same car it was just in the the local inventory somewhere and when i went to go pick it up that just happened to be the guy that was able to offer me the lowest price mm-hmm. but i don't know it's it's better i think it's a if you can work that's if you can get dealers to compete sort of however you manage that whether it's through email or just calling them or something if there's a way you can do that then i think that's you know got to be worth something Right. If you, just, you go to one dealership or maybe two, you're you're not going to get. So the salesmen are going to slip their hand right up your dress skirt 
and do all the things that you they will screw you out of whatever right it's, it's just unless you like that thing my dad i when i was a kid i would go with my parents to carly dealerships my dad would just love haggling with salesmen and talking to me and, mm-hmm. and uh, i don't know that's not really the kind of situation i like when i'm spending that much money i i kind of like to be more in control of the situation right what you should do is go into your local car dealership and then call up their competitor and put them on speakerphone. <laughs> Just turn the phones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, okay, here's what I want. Who can give me a better price? Right. Go. But yeah. I think they're all in cahoots. Oh, I'm sure they are nowadays. There's no way to get around it, but I hope not. Yeah. I just overpaid and bought a car from CarMax. Yeah. I like selling cars at CarMax because it's just easy. See, that's that's what I liked about the, like, I found a car I liked. They're like, this is a price. It was relatively fair based on, uh, you know, the market value. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get a 30-day return policy. So yeah. if anything does happen, and then you get the CarMax care, which is like two thousand dollars for six years hmm. good to know will yeah. they cover anything if something if the fucking engine breaks down i don't know <laughs> hope i don't have to find out but yeah. it gives me peace of mind until then yeah interesting all right well i think that wraps us up let's <laughs> <laughs> maybe do let's maybe do our next main episode just on the state of the economy. Yeah, we could do that. It like, sucks. Well, like it's it's so bad that there aren't enough tow trucks to repo all of the cars that people are under on, and also a lot like no one's buying cars right now because they're so expensive. Mm-hmm. Interest rates, people mm-hmm. are fucking broke. Uh, so the car lots aren't moving the cars, which means that they're not getting auction cars to sell to used dealers. So it like, they're like, well, fuck, we can't sell the car anyways. Why don't we just try and work something out with them? And there's right. still more, more repos than tow trucks. Yeah. Same with the housing market. Cause people will pay their mortgage. Like that's the last thing they go delinquent on. You can go without a house. Without, uh, I'm sorry, you can go without a car, you can go without like gas, but your mortgage, you gotta have somewhere to live, right? Yeah, so I'm just sitting here like the old uh Jew meme waiting for the fucking housing market yep. crash. You got the whole, you got the whole squatter thing going on down in Atlanta, too. I saw an article about that recently. How like squatting is a huge problem down there. Oh, yeah, yeah, I think they just passed, I think they just passed a bill trying to uh combat it i could be mistaken. Yeah. it's called going in there with some baseball bats and pretty much go around someone baseball squats bats. in my house like no they're not gonna they're not gonna end yeah. up well so walking there with walking there with my pistol is mm-hmm. my fucking house like get out yeah deuces <laughs> deuces 22 that's all you shooting, need shooting intruders <laughs> that's how we handle things i yep. fear for my life yeah, yep. I was on my property. I feared for my life. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter if his back was turned to me. Yeah, <laughs> I still feel I feared for my life. 
Yep. Did I reload six times? <laughs> yeah, but an acorn fell. Just got to dexter him. You got to take him to your nearest lake. You know, you'd be all set. It doesn't matter if I if I burned his body in my backyard <laughs> immediately afterwards. <laughs> I still feared for my life. <laughs> Did I pull out all this tea so he could be identified? We were having a barbecue and he fell into my fire pit, damn it. Well, I mean, honestly, though, if you do kill someone, you are going to fear for your life. Like, mm-hmm. your life right. is going to be ruined. Yeah. Yep. Not even not even including the moral implications. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot, of, a lot to consider. A lot of people out there, they arm themselves at home and they say, oh, I'm going to shoot intruders if they come in and they're all gung-ho about it. But you have, there's a lot of things to keep in mind. First of all, once you do shoot somebody... And you and everything is calm. You you know you call nine one one to get the police out there, and you don't touch anything. You set right. the gun down on the ground. You don't right. stand hovering over the guy or anything like that. And you're keep in mind you're probably going to get arrested once the mm-hmm. police arrive because they're going to do not they, talk they, to the police. Don't don't talk to them. You're going to get detained, and you may get arrested. It's you know you I don't know how much you want to talk to them, yep. but. Dial 911, you say, an intruder broke into my house. I was afraid for my life. I shot them and then call a lawyer. Yeah, you you may not also. even want to say that you shot them. Just just tell them there's an intruder and he's been I, injured and I in, for my in life. ambulance and, and I'm really scared for my life. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And saying that you shot him or whatever is an admission of guilt, probably. Yeah. And. And and also keep in mind that if the if the guy has any family, they're going to sue you, right? In in civil court, and it varies court. wildly depending on what state you are. Yeah, like Georgia, we have castle doctrine. Yeah, here yeah. too. Yeah. Florida, they have stand your ground. I think we have stand your ground here too. Yeah, if you if you feel threatened physically, you don't have to retreat. Yeah, you you just you know you can defend yourself. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of rules. They, if in certain states, like you say, they have to be either <clears throat> inside your house when you do the shooting, because if they're outside your house, then it doesn't count or something. Right. Right. You know, if, if they're running away, you can't shoot at them. Yeah. I'm pretty sure you can use lethal force to defend property in Texas. I think that's also true in the state of Georgia as well. Good to know. Yeah. I'm not a hundred. I'm not a lawyer. None of us are lawyers. No, 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 no. Don't take Fields, legal Fields advice. Professional legal advice. He's then turning at the law offices of 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 Morgan Cox and balls. It sucks. <laughs> this is actual legal advice. Yep. If you see someone looking into your car, shoot them. Just go yeah, ahead. That's and... not from me. That's from him. There I would go. never. I would never say to use a firearm in any instance and to defend your life or someone else's life, but yeah. to each their own. Yep. All right. With that, on that note, I want to thank Skatsky for joining us. Yep. Thanks and for having me again. Ism Kant and all the people who may or may not be watching us live. If I was successful in getting us live, I'm not sure about and that. Thank you to our wonderful host, Keel and his uh, wonderful legal advice. Yeah. Um, not legal advice advice. Um, uh, thank you all for joining us, Justin. How can our fans get in touch with us? So I'm glad you asked because I am prepared for once. Um, you can check out all of our information at union of the unknowns.com. 
which does in fact work last time. Well, I say that, but it I'm, I'm really bad at spelling it wrong into the browser, but I'm pretty sure it's up and working. If anyone has any issues, please tweet at us or email us or give us a phone call. Um, and you can do so at Union Unknowns on Twitter, uh, Union of the Unknowns at gmail.com. Or you can just give us, shoot us a text, the voicemail, say hi, send, uh, who checks uh, the text messages? I, I see them. Okay, so send dick pics, uh, <laughs> whatever you guys want to do. Giant okay. rat dick pics. There you go. <laughs> Thank oh. you. And I also I'm wanted to my collection. <laughs> and I also wanted to shout out uh, Drizzle Five over on YouTube who commented on one of our videos. <laughs> and I am in fact counting this as our first hate mail. And uh, just give him a quick shout out. Uh, he says a group of friends? Question mark. Sure. But apparently some of you are more equal than others unsubscribing, which I kind of vague. I didn't really understand what it meant. So, you know, I said, maybe is he upset that some people are on more than others? I don't know. But then he said that I don't strike him as being very sharp and no fucking shit. <laughs> we have a special guest. Say goodbye. Oh, there we go. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Yes. Thank you again. Scott Skiism can all of our listeners. Oh, send us more hate mail. Send us more hate mail. We are the union of the unknowns and we are out. Good night. Not your mama's news has been a production of the union of the unknowns podcast. New episodes are available weekly on all your favorite podcasting networks.